right, welcome Floridians. Welcome to Florida Versus, an emergency podcast, uh, and you'll you'll find out why. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, again. Uh, my guest, well, for the first time, my guest today is uh, a Floridian native, someone that grew up next to me, uh, Corey Slater. How's it going, Corey? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, and our interview, uh, the, the audio will be on Apple Podcasts, but as always, um, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you can watch the full video of us doing this interview in tank tops. Yes, Macho Man, rest in peace, tank tops for Florida. There's no, there's no Patreon, just an OnlyFans. Uh, so, and so we only eat food on there. That's it. Oh man, isn't that the best? Uh, that's got to be, that's got to be some kind of kink thing. Uh, anyhow, we have no time to lose. Welcome to Florida versus it's Florida versus Florida today. And we want to break down. We're doing a deep dive breakdown into the Richard Wilbanks video. Uh, all you have to do to see the video is search on YouTube, Florida man saves puppy from alligator. This came out just before Thanksgiving and it's from Estero, Florida. Now we've got a few topics to go over here, but Corey, um, uh, we grew up in Southwest Florida in Cape Coral. Tell everybody like how close Estero is to where we grew up and your idea of Estero when someone says Estero. Um, okay, so Estero was 45 minutes away from us, just south. It was like when Fort Myers, Naples, Estero. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was right there on the, the border of the swamp. And in my mind, it was always country, country road, swamp. Um, whenever somebody went, you know, mudding or to the salt flats to like get drunk, <laughs> that's where they went was a stero. So that to me, in my mind, it's just a giant empty field with a bunch of swamp everywhere and killer alligators. Yeah, dude, Estero is alligators and where dead people turn up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, before Lehigh was a thing. Oh my gosh, yeah, that too, and. You know that scene in, uh, I think it's Goodfellas, any Scorsese movie where they're saying, hey, let's go to upstate New York and you know what's happening. They're going to bury a body. That's what I think of when I think of Estero. So just to set the scene, shady place, shady things happen. Anyhow, uh, Corey, what were your overall uh, first thoughts on the video when you saw it, when it became a viral sensation? Uh, Can I cuss on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was bullshit. The entire thing was bullshit. That's where, okay, I agree, I agree, I agree, I agree. What, so just looking at, looking at the video from like a thousand feet up, what do you, like, what do you think, just overall? Well, I remember everybody telling us when we were kids, you know, like the worst thing that can happen to you is that first gator bite. When a gator bites you, its jaws are so powerful and the pressure of that will snap a human bone in half. Like a neck bone. Yes, yes, it was snap a human bone. Yeah, even a baby has a massive like amount of force that it puts in between its jaw. And the second thing a gator does naturally when it bites somebody is it rolls. It's called the death roll. Yes. So what they do when they bite a human is they grab the human and then they roll and it rips the muscle off of the bone. So for me, the minute that oh. a puppy goes into the jaws, gets bitten down, it's going to get the full roll going. You're, there's no way. Yeah, if even a teenage alligator, like an alligator that's going through puberty, latches onto a human person, 
they're gonna have that same instinct, same tendency to bite, like you're saying, and roll, and also have the force to be able to snap a human bone. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear anybody say, oh, well, it's baby on baby crime, two little babies, baby alligator, baby dog. No, these, this is an inherent thing. Uh, it's a teen on baby crime. Teen on babies, teens, teens for babies. Yeah, looking at it from a whole, I'm thinking, there's a lot of elements here. I want to believe it. We're getting to this in a little bit. I want to believe that it's true and it's like a good, great story. But I've been burned before from Flor- the Florida man. Uh, so first thing I want to talk about is uh, the gator. The gator seems, the gator to me, looking at the video, and I encourage everyone to watch it, obviously. If you haven't paused this and watched the video by now, you're in the dark. The gator to me looks like one of those fake baby, like jiggly babies that they use on movie sets. And he, the, this man, <laughs> this fraud, uh, Will Banks, is shaking the gator around to kind of make it seem like it's real. Is, was that the impression that you got too? My, my first thought was, yeah, that, that I thought that, okay, they had a dead alligator and then they put a puppy mm-hmm. in the dead alligator's mouth and threw the alligator into the water and then went and rescued it. That was my first thought. Just yeah. Because like what you were talking about, the, the bite and stuff, these aren't developed bones for a puppy. And I can, just can't see the puppy being alive. Like it could catch the alligator, kill the alligator, and then get the puppy out. But I don't see that puppy being alive and walking away from the scene. I think this gator is a dead alligator or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or Not or something like... The video is so far away that it could have be like a lobster claw situation where there's like a rubber band on the top. Yeah. Uh, but I think the alligator is deceased. I think it's a dead alligator. Uh, and this guy's just kind of like wiggling him around. Now, you, Corey, you're, you've all, you're, all, uh, you're a director and a film writer, and you've been looking at, forums where people have been discussing this what 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 were the forums and what uh what information did you find from there all right let me give let me give just a little little asterisk of background so that i don't seem like a crazy person who just knows way too much about reptiles right um i wrote a feature film on swamp bowl which is a real event that happens in the everglades where (laughs) the state pays people to catch invasive uh pythons and the pythons get to be, you know, anywhere from the babies are like six feet long. And the, the world or the Florida state record is 19 feet almost. Python. Wow. So it's like the size of your waist and 19 feet long. It's massive. Um, but so that led me down just following a lot of these guys on Instagram, these swamp people, and then being completely fascinated with these people. And uh, they were all debating and it wasn't really a debate. It was more of a, they all agree that it was fake. But it was more of a debate of whether that gator was alive or a dead gator that they threw into the water to fake. Why did they all unanimously believe that it was fake? Um, It comes down to the bite. Every single one of them said that that bite is, even like you said, it's a teenage alligator. That's still like five feet long. I mean, that's a big dog. Yeah. So that thing, if that bites you, that's not going to be a fun afternoon. No, and on a little dog bone? Yeah, a tiny, and that puppy was little, little, like. Let's talk about the dog. Exactly. Let's talk about the dog. I think for a dog that was supposedly 
captured, twisted, dragged into swamp water, surprisingly calm. Though if you hear the real audio, he's whimpering a little bit, but, but I think that's out of confusion. What was your, what was your take on the dog? It seemed too calm. I agree with you hundred percent. Like if anything got bit by a giant dinosaur, I'm going <laughs> to assume that it's going to be screaming and going nuts unless it bites its throat, which didn't. So I just initially think, you know, that, that puppy would be going crazy, not whimpering a little bit. It would be going nuts. Yeah. A, a little more twisting, a little more, I, I, you know, a little like more something. Yeah, exactly. Like fight or flight that there's no way. Yeah, exactly. And, and so this brings us to the man, uh, and this guy, this Florida man, <clears throat> number one, he's got a cigar in his mouth the whole time. Yeah. And what is he, first off, this should be a PSA for why you should keep dogs on leashes. What, like, yes. where is the leash? Like, this man is completely at fault. Where's the leash? You got a cigar in your mouth the whole time. That, like, you're not even taking it seriously. Or if it's staged, you're just kind of, what? You're, you're just not, like, you're, you're just like, oh, this is, this is cool. Can't forget my cigar. <laughs> what's, your, what do you, what's your take on, on the guy? Well, first of all, I, I don't know how old he is. How old is he? Do you know? I don't know. He's, he looks like he was in his fifties and not in the best shape and not in the best age. So like your typical Floridian. Yeah. Fifties in Florida is like uh, Florida 20. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and gators are quick animals. This is man is not in the best shape. He, oh my God. That's true. He gets up. He and faster. Eggs. And wait, correct me if I'm wrong. They're faster in water. Is that right? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Those tails are basically huge oars, so they just push that water real fast, and they get going real quick. But he runs after that thing and grabs it with no problem at all. And I know for a fact that that's not how that works because one night me and my old roommate got drunk as hell, yep. and we found a gator in the – we lived on a golf course, and we found a gator in the lake. And Trevor thought it would be a great idea that we should have that, <laughs> that gator – and raise it in the bathtub. And he was Smart. the number one cross country athlete in the country. He was. He couldn't catch a baby gator. <clears throat> so they're quick animals. Yeah. Also talking about this guy, cigar in mouth, hat on head. Like He's Duke got... Nukem. What are you doing? <laughs> Duke Nukem, Magnum PI. Mm -hmm. He pulls the video starts with him already in the water, which I'm skeptical on immediately, but just for him, not only is he a Florida 20 year old, which is AKA 50 plus, he grabs the gator by the head. Yes. He grabs it by the head. So in my, so this is what, how I'm looking at it. If you're going to, if you were to chase after a gator, you would, your first look would be, your first thought would be, Oh, I got to, just at least maintain it and keep it in my um, proximity, grab the tail or maybe grab the body. If you're being smart, there's no way you can grab the head, catch up to it and then grab the head. Yeah. And since he's grabbing the head, he can kind of manipulate the jaw. Like, like we're talking about like a movie jiggly baby. Mm -hmm. it, it, doesn't that, doesn't that sound in like, 
it doesn't that make it more suspicious the 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 grip point i guess oh yeah i mean if i i and i'm a, a skeptical person <clears throat> by nature so i need to see the first five minutes before that event well five minutes after that event of the video mm-hmm. for me to fully believe that everything happened because we both know in, in editing and doing all this stuff you can you can change the story entirely absolutely dropping things and <clears throat> things out and then Another point that I remembered last night at Thanksgiving dinner, because this was on my mind during Thanksgiving dinner, mm-hmm. um, I thought I'll direct everyone to season one, episode two of Nathan for You. Okay. Red, titled The Petting Zoo. Okay. Nathan fakes a video to go viral of oh. a goat being saved in the water by another goat, I believe. Or it was but it, they faked an animal being saved by another animal at a petting zoo to get hype and publicity for said petting zoo. Oh, you're, oh my, I remember that. Yeah, Nathan has already cracked this case in my mind. This is the same video. Or he could, or you know what, I might, this might just be me being a lazy detective, but it could be the criminal coming back to the scene of the crime. Isn't he due for a new episode out or a new season? See, that's the thing that scares me. We haven't heard from Nathan in a while. So probably he's on that show on, uh, or he's a producer for that show on HBO. The jo- uh, the guy that goes around and films stuff. I don't know. Oh, man. I know he wrote on Who Is America or This Is America with Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, the guy that's like filming stuff. Ah, oh, his name's like John stuff. Uh, I've got I've got to look it up. John. Ah, oh, this is gonna kill me. Hold on. Let's find it. John Bruchentain from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would just be him uh, filming Flea getting uh, tattoos. Playing bass lines. I have to find this out. Uh, it's on something films. Where? Oh, John. How to with John Wilson. Uh, and oh it's so good it's so funny uh it's so funny he's not even in it he just brings his handy cam around and he films film stuff and it's got a very uh a very nathan fielder vibe to it and yeah nathan fielder produced it so anyhow we've seen this type of thing faked before man uh wouldn't it be so 2020 to find out that this was fake I mean, like you just, we just want to believe in something. We need uh, to believe in something good, like a puppy being saved from the death of an alligator. Exactly. The next, yeah. The next point that uh, I want to investigate is the accomplices. That video starts very late. I want to see the full video. I yeah. also want to see who's filming. And so I, I looked into it. And uh, John, the Florida Wildlife uh, Federation has a stable camera there, just there. So nobody's like operating it. Nobody's. It's a hunting cam, like a track cam. I believe so. Yeah. So wh- who, who do you think else could be involved in, in something like this? Florida Wildlife Federation and why? I think maybe well, to I mean, promote I- themselves. I go right to the governor and the senator. <laughs> I think this is a massive, massive cover-up that people have said. Because So if it is a track cam, which is what they're saying it is, um, track cams are set up 
when you go hunting, you, you put them in places and then you can look on your phone to see if animals pass by there. Right. Those are motion sensor cameras. So they start recording the second something passes in front of them that's big enough. So, so that they, video. So they should have. That video should have started with him crossing into the yard because he's a grown man. And he would have walked in the frame. Um, so somebody edited something and the video would have continued on. Yeah. Is, is this, do you think this guy staged it or do you think he's just a prop for the Florida Wildlife Federation? I mean, he's the Lee Harvey Oswald of the situation. He had nothing to do with any of this. This was a setup by CIA and NSA and he's mm-hmm. just falling in line. And That's he got, won't speak. And he what? He won't speak. He's probably already dead. My God, he could be. Yeah. They always use, they always use uh, the elderly uh, for missions like this because their life expectancy is, is dwindling at every moment. Yep. Wild. Like and John Malkovich. He, yeah. This guy, I, I saw him do an interview with uh, CNN and he looked like every he looked like he was giving an interview the same way that every McDonald's Monopoly winner was giving an interview from oh, yes. McMillions documentary. And he just, he kept, he wasn't convinced. Like I, I wouldn't be necessarily proud of this, but there's a lot of red herrings in his story. For instance, the recollection he has was, Oh, I was just walking by, by the way, put your dog on a leash. I know we've said that before. I was just walking around and this gator grabbed my dog. Then he goes in, grabs it. And then like, Oh, what happened? Like, Oh yeah, I had to get a tetanus shot. And then he immediately changes the topic. I had, he says, I had to get a tetanus shot. And then I had to, when I came home, I had some cuts on my hands and I put super glue on the cuts. And so Cuomo who's interviewing him on for CNN is like, Whoa, you know, super glue. That's, you are a real Florida man. You know, this is no actor. Yeah. But he's got, this guy has a person during the interview, uh, probably his wife, I assume off to, or somebody, an agent of the government, possibly just off camera who he looks at to answer questions for him and then feed him answers. Is that not suspicious? He's got somebody giving him answers right off camera. That's yes. You caught that alligator. You know what I mean? But when you say, okay, I'm telling you a story. Uh, I'm telling you a crazy story. Like, yeah, dude, last night I uh, went to McDonald's drive through and uh, I ordered three uh, McDoubles and they gave me four. Uh, And then before you question it, if I say, then I went home and covered up all my all the cuts on my hands with super glue you'd be like wait wait i forget the initial line of questioning i want to know i'm thrown off by the super glue am i wrong am i crazy that this yeah, calculated i mean the, the gator is supposedly that's what i'm assuming cut up his hands and needed all the super glue yeah the yeah he had it he had to get a tetanus shot so he claims you need banks Rabies shot, tetanus. I mean, I know they can't get rabies, but tetanus is rust. I don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, and he had cuts on his hands. Show the cuts, Will Banks, or, or whatever your real name is. Yeah, I need to see the cuts. And then another thing is, too, is they, you know, when you look up a lot of gator attacks on humans, gators don't outright just, like, eat humans and drag them off into the swamps. 
that's like crocodiles in Australia where they're huge. A lot of people, I'd say 99% of them die from infection because their mouths are just cesspools of disease and bacteria. Oh. And gators eat their food whole. So they bite into these animals and then the, the food just sits in there and sits and festers. So when they bite you and do the roll, usually people will get away and then die a day or two later because the infection is so bad or they have to get an amputation and lose whatever appendage. Fascinating. Also, alligators are Florida. Crocodiles are Australia. Are there crocodiles in Florida? I believe so. I think it's more a freshwater, saltwater thing. Like saltwater is more crocodiles where gators are fresh because like the Everglades is all freshwater or brackish water. Nice. Um, and this is, this is an Estero, which is, I mean, essentially there's golf courses there. Sure. And I think this is where this happened, but essentially swampland, right? Yeah. I would say it's the North Northwest tip of the Everglades would be Estero. There we've had several before the end of this, we've had several run-ins with uh, animals, alligators. Well, well, before we get to that, do you think this could be real? And what are the chances uh, on a scale of one to a hundred that this could be real? Because I want to believe it's real too. I, but, but sadly, I know too much and I'm, I'm uh, too cynical at this point. I, I agree. I, I'm going to say it's a hundred percent fake. It just, <laughs> it's, it's the one thing that just, I can't get over is that the puppy was still alive. Yeah. No. Like if he pulled the gator out and then ripped out the dead puppy, it would be like, okay, that makes sense. Like the gator bit the puppy in half. The puppy, you know, sadly is dead, but the man caught this gator, you know, and now we get Florida justice, which is the best. But yeah, the Florida fact is. that that dog is running around and yelping is just like, all right, something, something is amiss here. Something's fishy. Something's fishy. Uh, any other thoughts on on this just uh, as a whole or anything specific that people should look at in the in the video? I mean, just look at the way the gator is in his hands. Like you said, it's floppy. It's like yeah. a, it's like a doll or some kind of like <laughs> like I uh, remember those toys we would have when we were kids that was like a like a jello tube and it'd be like try and keep this in your hand and it would just flop around. That's what yeah. it looked. It just didn't look alive. So so okay so let's so then let's share share some real stories before we're out here uh i have i know you have a story about iguanas but i have a story about doctoring footage because i believe that this uh this is edited specifically not in what we're seeing but at the beginning and the end uh and uh in high school i uh I had a science project and I forget exactly what it was, but it was, it was like my junior year in high school and I forget what the assignment was, but it drew me to do this thing where I would myself lay flat on a bed of nails and just say, just essentially prove that pressure everywhere could, uh, to, could, you know, hold you up and I wouldn't be pierced by, uh, uh, a needle, uh, you know, or, or not a needle, um, uh, a nail, excuse me, pierced by a nail if the, the pressure was spread throughout my whole body. And so I set up these two by fours in, the, in my garage. And then I set up uh, a row of nails. I didn't have a thousand nails. And this was the night before the project was due. 
So I set up one row of nails and then I set the camera, I set like a digital camera because we, you know, you, at the time everyone was carrying around their digital camera for MySpace pics. Mm-hmm. And you, and what I did was I started filming it in, at an angle. So it looked like the two by fours were surrounded and in the two by fours were thousands of needles that were essentially holding me up. But I framed my feet out, which were obviously on the ground. And then I framed out my, or I started the video when I was already like kind of laying down. And since it was at an angle, you could only see the three rows of needles on the outside. Anyhow, I started filming and somehow I opened the garage door and it hit the tripod that I was filming on, uh, broke the garage door. My grandfather was, my grandfather was livid. Oh, this is at the Riverside house? Yeah. Okay, I know the exact scene now in my head. All right. It was a Sunday and the garage mechanic wouldn't come out because it's a Sunday and we had to keep the garage door open all night. And the video is just me laying on with like a couple stills in there uh, and a couple ridiculous like starburst transitions of me laying on a like three two by fours, one of the sides exposed, just showing three rows of nails. And I didn't, I never like actually laid on the nails. I just, it was just, it was just for, for show for this project. Then I wrote up this, you know, two page, whatever. And I ended up getting a C minus <laughs> for nothing. And it was believable because it was in Florida. It's like, oh, Peter, you're crazy. Like you're going to lay on a bed of nails. Like, oh, th- I've seen enough here. M- move on. You know, we've yeah. got to know. And that, how this relates to this story is, okay, this is a good story. You know what? I don't want to look into it. I don't want to know. I don't want to look into it. This Florida man did right. Throw the Florida man a bone. Now you have a very interesting story as uh, it pertains to wildlife and iguanas, right? Yeah. Um, so currently in Florida, there's, there's an epidemic. Like that's really what it is on top of the pandemic. Um, there's three invasive species of animals that have invaded the state and have just taken over the state entirely. Um, hogs, which are, you know, and all these animals are open kill, meaning you see them, you shoot them, and it's totally cool in Florida. By any means. Yeah, they're not supposed to be there. Florida hogs, justice. Uh, the pythons are a huge problem. So the pythons happened in just the Everglades, but now the pythons are are getting up to Cape Coral and Fort Myers, Peter. They're making it into cities and stuff. Like I talked to a good friend of ours, Ray, the other night, and Ray was telling me that he had one in his backyard in Port Charlotte. So they're making it that far up. Uh, but the one that blew me away was we always had iguanas there when we were kids, but they wow. weren't they weren't like a lot of them but you you know you'd see them every once in a while or mainly when it got cold out you'd hear about them because they live in the trees and then they freeze when it gets a little cold and they fall into water right so you go out on your lanai and there would just be like iguanas in the water on the canal they are so bad now that the iguanas are like dogs that run around the city. <laughs> uh, so my mother currently lives in Boca Grande, which is it's an island off the southwest tip of Florida. Um, Boca Grande is, is a secluded island, and these iguanas have taken over Boca Grande. And we were sitting on the beach, and one of them walks 
right up to the side of me, is less than a foot away from me. And this thing with its tail is like four feet long. The tail is like twice the length of its body. That, that tail is razor sharp too, right? I don't think so, no. It okay. didn't, didn't really seem like, but they have like spikes on top. Oh, okay. That's what I mean. It's going to be hard, but I later learned out, as you'll learn, that they're not. They're like soft, kind of like your nails, like soft hard. Yeah. Um, but the thing was sitting right there. And my mom was so freaked out. She got up and took off. And me being, you know, Florida boy, I just grabbed that thing right behind the neck. <laughs> and it was like, look, mom, look, and like chased her around with it. And, you know, I was like 31. You know, I wasn't like a child. And this thing made no attempt to get away. Like it seemed so chill, like it had been my pet <laughs> forever. And I like went and got done with it, wouldn't put it back in the bush. And when I put it back in the bush, there's like 30 of them looking at me. No exaggeration. Oh my and God. When you drive around Boca Grande, there's dead ones all over the streets because people hit them with their cars as they're just shuttling across the road. Wow. And there, there's that many there. And they're not supposed to be there. So if you're in Florida and you're listening to this, you see an iguana or a python or a hog, you shoot that thing in the head. And yeah. they'll, they'll pay you. They'll literally give you money to do it. So And make sure you got a ton of bullets because the family's going to be right behind her. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're saying the snakes down there are getting so big that handgun bullets won't kill them through the skull. It's become oh. a Conda situation with Ice Cube and J-Lo now where this oh, thing boy. is... 60 feet long, ready to eat people. Well, a uh, story for another day. Thanks for doing this deep dive. Corey Slater, where can, uh, where can everybody find you online or in, in person? Uh, in person, I'm in Los Feliz. Online, I don't really mess with online. I get in trouble. There you go. So if you know me, you know me. If not, uh, look up some of the stuff I've done on <laughs> YouTube, I guess, or IMDb. I don't know. Yes, we'll have to do a, a full uh, Corey interview another time. But thanks for investigating this Florida man mystery. And thanks, everyone, for listening <clears throat> um, to this emergency bonus podcast. And keep listening. Stay safe, Floridians. Take care.